0: Hi, I'm Arthur Moussa, and I'm the producer and director of a film called Niger Beta and a work in progress one called One Day I To Go Fly. Welcome to the African Tech Roundup, Arthur. Thank you so much, Andile.
1: And congratulations on this film. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we're going to talk about the film and really all the success you've enjoyed so far. I've had a look and it's pretty inspirational. I've had a look at the first film. Obviously, the other one's not done yet. Right. I'm Niger Beta. What got you into filmmaking in the first place?
0: Um, I've always loved film. um, And all through my years of schooling, uh, from primary school in Ghana, um, all the way through secondary and then college, I'd always loved storytelling, either writing short stories or um, acting in plays with friends. You know, there's always um, storytelling with me. And so eventually... um, you know, the idea crossed my mind. If I love storytelling and and watching films so much, why not make films? Um, And that really excited me when that, you know, idea kind of popped into my head. Um, And especially because I felt like not enough stories were being told cinematically about Africa and Africans in kind of complicated, complex ways. So, um, It seemed like an opportunity to do something I loved while doing something that felt a little bit important also.
1: Right. And so you hail from Ghana, as you've said, but you you live in Boston. You're an MIT alum. And explain how that connection happened. How do you end up in the U.S. and how is it that you call the U.S. home?
0: Um, I ended up in the U.S. because I came to study here at MIT. So at 19, I... um, Um, gained admission to the the Massachusetts Institute of Technology in Boston and so I moved over here I flew actually with a couple of classmates from my secondary school in Ghana Presbyterian Boys Secondary School Um, as well At which point did you lose your accent? I'm just curious (laughs) Well, the thing about my accent is um, it's morphed a lot over over the course of my life because I was actually born in Ukraine uh, which was then part of the Soviet Union my mom is Ukrainian, my dad's Canadian. And so, um, you know, I grew up speaking Russian as my first language and then Ga, because we moved to Accra when I was three and then, um, you know, picked up English and then several other languages. So I've always picked up languages depending on where I was living and and then losing them, unfortunately, when I left work. Um, where they were native to and, uh, and moved on somewhere else. So I guess my accent has always been, been morphing. And at some point in the U.S., it did, um, I guess, gain more of an American ring to it, maybe.
1: Yeah. And I interrupted you just with that random question. So you, you, were busy, <laughs> you were busy telling me about what brought you to MIT. And yeah, so you could pick up where you left off.
0: Right. So I came to study um, to study in college uh, at MIT Uh, Did four years and then got a master's as well and ended up working here Um, and, you know, ended up sort of settling here in a way. And in a sense, I'd always, I guess I've been in the U.S. 17 years now. And at some point, you know, you kind of feel guilty about not really being back home in Ghana and or on the continent in Africa and making a difference there with, The work that you do. And so I I think part of um, the filmmaking journey was a response to that guilt that I felt. So it was a a way of addressing the guilt. um, I felt at staying away from home. So now I create films about Africa and Africans, even though I, I live in Boston.
1: That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, you address this in the film. It comes out really almost as soon as the film starts that your motivation is, as you say, to... I suppose, participate more meaningfully or at least paint meaningful portraits of the continent. I'm curious to know how it is that, that you consider Africa home and where that sense of allegiance comes from.
0: Um, you know, that's a, that's a really good question. It's something I've been wondering about, you know, um, what really makes a place home. Um, and I think... I think the idea of home is psychological. Um, At least that's what I think now. You know, I think Ghana is home for me, even though I haven't lived there the last 17 years because, um, you know, some pretty formative years of mine were spent there. So from three until 19, I lived in Ghana. Um, That, those years kind of shaped, who you are a lot. And so there's a huge part of me that's African, that's Ghanaian um, in a way that cannot be raised um, and maybe cannot be overwhelmed by any of the other influences. Um, I think of Ghana as home also because my parents live there, my brother lives there, my extended family on my dad's side is there. So it's sort of my roots, but I think it's psycho- home is psychological because you know, home is kind of where... You can be yourself, you're accepted, you uh, feel safe, you feel uh, purpose, you feel a sense of purpose. And so Ghana definitely is that for me. Um, At the same time, in parallel, Boston and the U.S. is home for me because there are ways in which... um, you know, Boston also satisfies those those requirements that I just right, described. Right.
1: If you're a regular listener to the podcast we produce at AfricanTechRoundup.com, you're probably wondering why do you have a filmmaker on the show? Well, it is a tech endeavor, and it's increasingly a, a high-tech endeavor, is filmmaking, isn't it? But that's not the angle. The angle really is the subject of your film Niger Better, which is a very clever name, by the way, Niger obviously who doesn't love niger and then of course beta is play on words there i'm sure so yeah <laughs> tell us a little bit about your film and right. i mean don't go into what inspired it and how you decided to make it because that's part of enjoying the film i think if you explain that on the show that you would enjoy the film less i feel i think all someone needs to know in terms of the heart and soul that went into this film and what you were trying to
0: achieve okay so um niger beta is uh, is a documentary film um and It is the story of a team of Nigerian and Nigerian-American MIT undergraduates who decide they want to make a difference in education um, in Nigeria. And so they go back home to Nigeria to launch and run a robotics camp for teenagers. So they get a group of 35 teenagers for three summers together, um, different group every time. And then they teach them how to program computers and to do mechanical engineering through Lego robots. Um, and they organize a competition at the end. So the whole five-week summer camp culminates in a competition that the, the teenagers get really into. Um, but it's also a little bit of a reflection for the or an experience of homecoming for the, um, the students that are organizing this program. Uh, from, from MIT. So in, in essence, that's what the film is about.
1: Yeah, and so it's an unexpectedly emotional journey in terms of how you get invested in the subjects of this film and how loaded you start to realize things that we take for granted, perhaps for those of our listeners who live in the developed world and certainly those of us who live in more advanced parts of the continent. Some of the things we really do take for granted in terms of self-determination and really prospect you know, hopes for our lives, right? right. Were these some of the themes you were hoping to explore going into the film or did that just happen organically? Right. Did you know what you were going to find?
0: Um, no, I I approached that film. Well, here's what happened. So I was shooting another film um, at MIT um, over four years. I was going to track the lives of four African students going through an iconic American college And one of the students um, at the end of the first year told me he was going to teach robotics in Nigeria. So he was a Nigerian student, Philip. And so I was instantly excited about that because it felt like, oh, here's another story about African youth taking charge of African challenges. Um, And that for me was interesting in terms of representing African Africans. Um, Now, when I went in there, I thought, You know, also when I heard about how the robotics program was structured, the fact that it was five weeks they were going to amass skills, the students of the camp were going to amass skills and then participate at the end in the competition, um, I instantly sensed that there was a natural structure for a dramatic film. You know, you have sort of a beginning, middle, and then you have a climactic event at the end. Um, so I went in there thinking, you know, I'd make maybe a 10, 15 minute film about the robotics camp and the competition at the end. But then when I got to Nigeria and embedded with, you know, the, the camp and stayed there and kind of followed their everyday, um, activities, um, everyone started offering, you know, idea or their opinions about life and sharing their stories with me. And so the film became something more than the, the robotics camp. And then all the elements that you talk about um, kind of crept their way into the film. So it was definitely a process of discovery, a process of kind of being in a place and being attentive to what was happening. It was a pretty organic process. Um, the, the world that I was in kind of crept uh, into the film and made the film what it is now, which is definitely more than I set out to, to create at the onset. Um, and it was a matter of just kind of, um, showing up in the place, embedding, paying attention, observing, and letting the world and the story kind of take me to its natural, um, through its natural course into its end.
1: And so what do you think people, or what do you, Okay. Two things. What do you hope people come away with? Perhaps people who are not familiar with Africa as a continent, Nigeria as a country or market, certainly as a as a place where tech can potentially change lives. What are you hoping people like that take away from the film?
0: Well, um, so and it's it's interesting because your question suggests the film, and not only is it I, I, okay. I think. You're asking what the audience outside of Africa could learn about Africa through the film, right? Yes. Okay, so that's an interesting question because as I was editing, I was working with my editor to to piece together the film, I had to think through um, the question of who my key audience is, right? So I think there was one way to cut the film that would address um, non-Africans. right. Um, and I think there are definitely parts of the film that do that, but I think, um, I ended up choosing to mostly address Africans, maybe Africans in the diaspora. So I think the core audience of this film, I think is, um, is somebody who's already familiar with Africa. Okay. Um, so there's not a lot of, you know, this is how we do things in Africa, uh, set up in the film, but, um, I would say the the driving theme of the film is the power of youth. That's what I think about. That's what I was inspired about when I hopped on the plane to uh, go to Nigeria for the first time and document this camp. Um, I was really inspired by the audacity that the the undergraduates, Nigerian undergraduates at, at, at MIT, felt. Right, this boldness that they had to say, "Hey." You know, the way we do education in Nigeria is perhaps a little antiquated. Um, engineers in college don't really get to practice hands-on engineering um, in a way that they should. And so we are going to show how to do things a little bit differently. We're going to take 35 kids um, you know, figure out the funding to be able to accommodate them for five weeks. And we're going to teach them hands-on engineering. And it's going to be hands-on from day one. We're going to teach them programming. Some of them had not, um, had never actually um, worked with a computer before. um, And these students felt like they could make a difference. um, in, In spite of the fact that they weren't government officials, that they were, they were college um, students themselves. They were going to make a difference. So I think the film is about being inspired, by being inspired by what young people, a few young people can achieve.
1: And what did you learn about yourself in context to the continent, in context to perhaps filmmaking in general, and in context to the subject of your film in terms of mm-hmm. tech and the way it's shaping our continent or not shaping our continent?
0: Yeah. Um, interesting question i think i learned uh to be patient with films uh at least with especially with documentary films but i think with film in general um i learned to trust my instincts in in a sense because um you know my original idea or what i had in mind when i went to shoot the film ended up being insufficient um and it and I felt like it was insufficient because in my gut, I felt it was insufficient. So it took four years to really complete Niger Beta, um, and which involved kind of being patient and filming some more and thinking about it and re-editing it with my editor um, and eventually we came we came up with a film that um, that did ring true um, in terms of what tech is doing, I think NYCHA Beta, by documenting a robotics education camp, seems really timely because um, the Exposure Robotics League is the program that I filmed uh, for, for this documentary. But since then, I have heard of many other robotics programs spring up all over the continent, um, and that's been exciting to see because I think it's a very, from what I witness, it's a very fun way to introduce solid engineering skills to youth. Right? Um, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of it that feels like a game, but at the same time, you're learning a lot, you know. And and so I think because the teaching of technology is becoming a lot more exciting, um, I see technology becoming or the creation of the technology becoming um, something that happens on an everyday basis all over the continent. And I think that's a good thing because African youth are absolutely capable and are ready to participate in sort of, you know, our technical te- technological age, which is essentially what we, we're in, right?
1: Well, look, it was really a pleasure to watch the film and it was immersive in many respects in a great way. I mean, it certainly... Now that I even know that your intent is for Africans on the continent to engage with the issues you raise in the film, I see it in an even more positive light. Not that I didn't see it before, but I, I really do see it as something that's necessary and important because typically our scene, I mean, it's the premise of the show that our scene has been covered by media we don't control. And that's not always their fault. It's not their fault that they, they want to tell our stories. It's on those of us with the means and the voices, <laughs> the time and the resources to do it who don't. I think it's on us. And so in that respect, I consider you a brother in arms. And uh, congratulations once again.
0: Thank you so much. <laughs> that's great.